Welcome to The Real Estate Show on WGBF AM with your host, Charlie Butler. This is where you'll learn to sell your home quickly and for more money. And now, the host of The Real Estate Show, the guy who guarantees to sell your home or he'll buy it himself, Charlie Butler. Good Sunday morning, Tri-State. This is the Charlie Butler Real Estate Show. And uh, I don't sound as good, Evie, as that the guy that does a promotion does before as we come on. You know, he's, I know. he sounds really good. But you know, it, that would be Bobby, our producer. It would be Bobby. Bobby, you sound good on that. And I got Bobby. Thank you. My credit. <laughs> you know, I'm a professional broadcaster, Charlie. <laughs> of course, my uh, not Bobby's voice, but the other voice you heard, my lovely co-host, Evie Barr. Good morning, Charlie. How are you? Good morning, Evie. How are you doing this morning? I am wonderful. It's December officially. Yeah. What is this? December 3rd? Yeah. December 3rd today. You put up all your Christmas lights yet? Uh, all that we put up. You know, okay. I, I don't get into it as much as you used to, but we we usually and we are this year we go to usually go to vegas in december for a few days oh, so fun. we used to usually do we're going a little earlier this year but we usually do christmas in vegas really mm-hmm. that's fun that's different i wouldn't think of going there for christmas it's packed i bet it's beautiful though it is it is beautiful some of the you know some of the really large casinos that are pretty anyway have these just unreal decorations you know, sure yes. By the time I get out there in January, though, I'm sure they'll all be down. So so you're going in January then? Yes. Waterstone Mortgage is having their annual conference in Vegas again this year. So I'm excited to go back. From talking to, to Derek Danks, I think you need a keeper when you go to Vegas, from what I've heard. From I need they, a keeper? That's what from, <laughs> That's just what Derek says, you know, from, from other trips out there. Now, the last time we were out there a couple of years ago, um, I was the first one to go back to the hotel room. But that was only on the last night there. But that was only because I had to go back, grab my bag, and immediately head for the <laughs> hotel. And once I landed in Chicago, I realized I had not changed clothes. So I've learned from that experience. Don't go out on the last night you're in town. So You, you sound like a client of ours who fortunately is in Washington, D.C. And, of course, he could probably hear the podcast. But, sure. Uh, he's one of the vice presidents, one of the largest equity funds in the world. Uh-huh. And he was in town to, to look at their properties with us. And he decided to go out with with one of our clients who is known to like the nightlife, we'll just say. Right. Okay? So he flies out the next morning. He calls me and he says, can you call the hotel? And I said, yeah. I said, what? He said, I forgot my clothes. He was, oh my gosh! He, they were still they were still in the drawers, so we had to FedEx him his clothes. That's awesome. This is a guy probably makes a million dollars a year, you know, or more. And he's, he could you know, have just bought a new wardrobe. Yeah, and yeah, you know, he forgot his clothes. But anyway, now one thing you said that I think is great to remind the listeners of because I don't know if we ever have or not, but all of our recordings are on a podcast yes. that they can find real easy if they search their podcast for Charlie Butler. It will pop up the Charlie Butler Real Estate Show, and they can listen to all past recordings. Right. And do you have that? Is that on That's on the Charlie Butler team site? Do you have that on, on your site? No, I do not, but I'm working on it. Okay. Yeah, I, I knew you were working on getting on the Waterstone the local Waterstone site, yes. correct? Yes. A lot of times um, w- what I'm going to be working on is paying them on my individual Waterstone website, Evie Bar Waterstone Mortgage on Facebook. Yeah. And I know I know that uh, when Bobby sends me, I noticed this last time they'd copied you in there. Yes. You know? Yes. And um, 
and then they are on. They're also on the WGBF site usually, aren't they, Bobby? Okay, Bobby is shaking his head. Yes, that's radio yes. talk for yes. Yes. Okay, so, <laughs> uh, but uh, on um, on on a more serious note, um, you and I um, lost a good friend here this last week in uh and the real the, the real estate community and as a whole did in ginger tracy yes yeah uh ginger was a i mean she was a good friend but outside of that she was just a class person and just a really great realtor great mother i mean i you, you know I, I take the whole show talking about it but she's just a great person. sure and i think of ginger and I, I, the word that comes to mind is vibrant. She just was this vibrant person that even though she was fighting cancer for all of those years, she still had a wonderful outlook. Oh yeah. On yeah. life. Um, a great faith. I mean, it's, it's very sad loss for her family, especially this time of year. Yes, it is. And, and, um, I, and I think we both probably we uh, we know our, our daughter Lauren. Yes. And, you know we want you know we want to send our sincere sympathies to Lauren and the rest of Ginger's family too. Yes. Yes. And uh, also in uh, in this past week, maybe a little bit over a week, I don't think it got mentioned last week, but we also lost another longtime realtor, uh, uh, Cindy Classy. With F.C. Tucker, yes. Yeah, and Cindy had Cindy had been a respected member of the real estate community and for many, many years, and we're going to miss Ginger and Cindy. So. Yes, yes. Um, anyway, so what's going on in the mortgage market? Yeah, the mortgage market is still great. Um, still lots of applications coming in, and like you and I have repeatedly talked about, even though it's the fall, winter months, we still have those serious buyers out there yeah. looking. Yeah, I mean, you know, same thing on our side. It's uh, people. People forget. I mean, like I said, you you still got. There's less people as far and realtors too. They're coming in the office, but the ones that are coming in the office and making their calls, they're doing business because there's people out there that want to buy houses this time of year. Definitely, definitely. And the other exciting thing, um, I can't remember if I mentioned it last week or not, it, or. Derek might have been here. He might have mentioned it. Um, Waterstone has um, gotten a new FHA program where we will do credit scores down to 585 as long as we can get approval through Freddie Mac or FAMA system. Um, and those are FHA loans that are not brokered out. A Waterstone underwriter is going to be reviewing it. So it's not going to be a super tough review like if we did have to broker it out. So... So basically, for the five eighty five, for those that don't know, if you've had a and Evie, you correct me where I'm wrong here, if you've had a couple of credit issues, sure, you know, uh, where you think I, you know, I can't, I can't get a loan, you know, now for a home because I've had these things and I've got to wait a while. Uh, they may want to give you a call because you'll deal with some of those with, with at this point. Yes, definitely. And if now is not not the right time. I'll walk through and fully explain why it's not the right time for you to buy. And we'll set up a time frame where it can be better if you work on your credit and maybe get some more money in the bank 
that you'll have left over once you do the down payment. So there's multiple things that we can work through. Um, if if anyone would like to give me a call, feel free at 812-463-3199. And if you're looking for that house uh, for Evity Finance, give the Charlie Butler team a call. Uh, any of any of our folks would be, would be glad to help you. It's 812-430-1708. hope that was the right number I just gave out. <laughs> I had my glasses on. Uh, it was. But, I was uh, watching. But anyway, so... Um, we we're going to take a little bit different route away from real estate today and you know in in the shows i know you and i've talked about this in the past you know we you know things are really good for the community we want to get out there for definitely definitely and uh today we've got uh i don't know how he's good for the community but uh wow we've, <laughs> we've got we've got we've got da sutton with us and uh uh da is da is a board member for the Red Cross. And how's it going today, DA? It was going great till those last comments, Charlie. <laughs> and DA, I understand you claim Charlie as a friend. Well, I did. <laughs> DA. No, no, Charlie and I go way back. Yeah, and I yeah. appreciate the opportunity to be here this morning. Yeah, DA and I, I that comment, DA and I have known each other since high school. We were in each other's weddings. And so we've, and are still good friends. And, uh, uh, and he's, he's a great guy and it's doing great work now with uh, with the red cross and da everybody obviously knows who the red cross is or that at least we think we do you want to tell us a little bit more about what the red cross actually does absolutely i'd be glad to charlie and you know i've been uh, associated with the red cross for several years in this area southwest indiana since 2012 and I, I'm a firm believer in, in, in the values and the mission that they, uh, that they are uh, pursuing. And I thought I'd talk a little bit uh, about uh, the major components of, of the mission. Uh, of course, the Red Cross was founded uh, about 130 years ago. Clara Barton, uh, folks may, may know that, uh, that name. Uh, but basically, you know, it's, it's all about uh, preventing and relieving suffering. Right. Uh, depending on what what the situation is, and uh, certainly dis- disaster relief is a major component uh, of of our mission. Uh, and right now, we've got four major disasters nationally that folks are very much aware of: California wildfires, and then the three uh, recent hurricanes. It's amazing how quick all these things happen all at one time. A- absolutely, yeah. and and you know you don't really realize the impact that uh, a storm like this can make. Uh, until it's af- after the fact yeah. and uh, how many lives are impacted. And just to give you an idea uh, from the California wildfires, uh, we've provided more than uh, 27,900 uh, overnight stays in emergency shelters. Um, and we also served more than 170,000 meals to those that needed uh, needed food. And then when you look at the hurricanes, uh, the Red Cross has provided uh, 1.3 million overnight stays and um and then we've had about 6.7 meals and snacks that we have provided uh uh, with the help of some other partners along along the way so it's uh it's a uh it's a quite a quite an effort to to make all this happen for folks after the disaster and da now that you know i mean the for on a lot of these on a lot of these disasters you know i mean they're not you know the headlines on the news anymore and 
of course, during those times, there's always a lot of money. I mean, our company has a charity, KW Cares, that has been very involved in this also. Uh, but what the Red Cross does goes way beyond after the headlines are gone. Absolutely. Absolutely. We, we sent teams to Las Vegas after the shooting, and we provided mental health uh, services for those that uh, suffered, suffered losses there as well. But no, it uh, there's there's a long tail to any type of disaster that uh, folks will be on scene for many uh, many months. So, the disasters, I think I think we know, uh, or not, we don't know how much you do. But I mean, I think that's what people associate the Red Cross with is you know is things like what happened in Houston, what in Puerto Rico, Vegas, the the uh, the uh, wildfires, but locally i mean you you know you play the red cross plays a big part in the community even when there's not a disaster right absolutely the the red cross provides uh uh, well i mean it's a disaster to individual families if there's a fire loss and home fire losses are probably one of the uh, largest causes of death that that, that a family could face Uh, and there's some things that the red cross locally is involved in and we've got a matter of fact this is not only a, a local uh, a local opportunity but we're doing this statewide and even nationwide but we're offering free smoke alarms for families that have inoperative smoke alarms or have none at all uh, we will allow up to three free smoke alarms and we will install them free uh, matter of fact uh, one of the things that uh, we have been on a mission to do is canvas some of the uh, uh, lower-income neighborhoods to help folks uh, and find out whether or not they're, they have a working uh, fire alarm or not. And a lot of folks don't realize that after 10 years, they no longer work. The battery may work. However, the, uh, the substance inside the, the, the smoke alarm that determines the smoke uh, is no longer effective. So, I didn't know that. Neither did I. So every, every 10 years, you need to replace your smoke alarm. If someone would like to get a smoke alarm from the Red Cross, where do they need to go? Who do they need to call? Well, our office is on Stockwell. They're at the corner of Stockwell and Lloyd. Uh, The phone number they can call is 812-471-7200. And just tell them what you are looking for, and they will will schedule a visit for you. DA, there's um, – you've heard this about – organizations whether it be the red cross or the united way or many of the big organizations where people say well i don't give to them because so much of it goes to administrative costs i know you've heard this absolutely so you know what do you what 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 would you say those people that that are probably at home saying that right now well from my perspective and and certainly i wouldn't be associated with the red cross if i didn't believe in them right and, and, and their mission and what they're doing but 91 to 92 cents of every dollar received goes toward the mission, not That's toward, great. Not toward That's staff great. expenses or anything. But we rely heavily on volunteers, and that's, uh, that's one of the things that I'll like to talk a little bit about today, sure. too, is, is the recruitment of volunteers because it's uh, so fulfilling to do that. Uh, but uh, folks need other people uh, to be available for them when, when they are in need. And – Let's face it, I don't get what organization that, that it is for those people that say what we were just talking about. Uh, you do have administrative costs. Everybody does. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you know, I mean, you've yeah. got, you know, 
somebody's court got you know you've got to pay somebody that's got to coordinate things and get people there when you're dealing with an organization of any size you got to have accounting personnel you know things like this so it's just you know that's part but 91 to 92 cents is is tremendous i think for an organization of that size yeah yep. we're very proud of that and uh so da you you mentioned earlier about Vaughn, but how how can people help i mean and I, and I guess I'm trying to get okay. I think we all know during disaster how you know, or we we hear it all the time, but we forget about like you said the house fires and the things that happen on a day to day basis. How can people help on a local basis with those things? Well, certainly we have a, a volunteer coordinator. Her name's Sherry Miller, and she's in charge of uh, overseeing uh, the different volunteer services. And she would be a good one to. Uh, talk more specifically with about what someone might find interesting and their their area of uh, passion where they might fit fit in with their skill set and uh, um, but you know there some of some of the other things we do the health and safety uh, programs we offer classes Uh, they can certainly get certified to provide those type of training services Uh, we do uh, service to the armed forces so we are involved with military families as well uh, so that could be somebody, somebody that reaches out uh, to uh, to a military uh, family that's in need. Uh, we provide uh, services for them. Uh, one of the things we just completed was our Totes of Hope program, where we uh, donated 375 uh, totes uh, full of personal care items. Oh, wow. Uh, we distributed those on uh, Veterans Day. Uh, but the community came together to help support that. We had several businesses that uh, were involved in helping us uh, provide those uh, those items uh, to, to to give to military families, especially those that are low income and in, in need, homeless even. So, DA, when you're talking about uh, in need, you know, I mean, again, you know, people out there are going to think about. Uh, you know, even on a local level, like the house fires and things like that or whatever. But you're you're also just there to help. I mean, the Red Cross is there just to help people in need. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, if, 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 if there is a need, uh, you know, uh, usually the, the need arises from uh, some type of a uh, tragic event. Right. Uh, but they'll provide lodging. Uh, they'll give them uh, some... Uh, Funds to help clothe for clothing, meals to get them on, you know, to get them back on their feet if if need be. But uh, you know, there's always a need for some family out there, and we don't realize, you know, how some folks, uh, you know, live really. No, I, I know, I know, and 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 they need help. They they really do. And does the Red Cross take donations? of items other than just monetary donations. So donations of items in case a family does have a fire that's a total loss. No, normally or is it just monetary. Normally we do not. We don't have the uh uh I guess logistically sure. the, the availability to store things like that. But sure. now now we do have some things on hand uh that we will get them, you know, uh uh get get folks by, but we, normally we, we do not that okay yeah yeah but uh, but now if businesses want to donate certain services oda that i mean 
Absolutely. Like, that's that's a different. That's a little in different. Kind, story in kind, in kind type of uh, uh, donations would be great. And uh, and just as Evie just reminded me, you are listening to the Charlie Butler Radio Show on twelve eighty WGBF. Thank you, Evie. What, would you like me to just say it? Huh? Just stop well, you, you, you might and as well. say it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the uh, uh, yeah, you made me lose my train of thought. I had a very important question here. Um, I forgot what. Go what ahead. It, well, before the show started. We were talking about blood drives as well. Yes. And we all know during the holiday season, there is always a definite need for additional blood, correct? Absolutely. And you were telling me there's storage space as well. Yeah, we that- have, a, we have a, a, an on-site uh, storage facility here in Evansville for, for blood. But one of the things that I I wanted to share around, around that is there's a... Um, uh, just a 42-hour shelf life for blood. So it's oh, not wow. like you give blood and it's going to be that. available. Neither did I. Uh, no, and that's why that's why it's important that we uh, that we think about, you know, considering donating uh, ourselves because of the of the short shelf life uh, shelf life. And and folks may not realize this, but uh you have to you can you can give blood multiple times during the year, but you have to wait at least 56 days. Okay. Between uh, the blood uh, giving. Okay. Mm-hmm. Didn't realize that either. So it will re- reproduce in the body. And is this um, Red Cross location at Stockwell the only place, unless there's a blood drive going on elsewhere, but is that the only place that Red Cross has to go give blood any time? Yeah, and it's not any time. There is a schedule okay. uh, that is posted on our website, and uh, they just recently updated the schedule. Uh, but uh, yeah, most, most days during the week, that's an availability. And one thing that I find very, very, uh, convenient these days, uh, with your smartphone, we do offer a mobile app for right. blood, for blood donors and you can go on and schedule an appointment and you can complete, you know, the pre-assessment questionnaire that's required when you do give blood. So it's a time saver for you and the Ray Cross. So it's, it's very, very convenient and just go to the, uh, the Apple store or, or uh, or, or Google search. That's great. Mm-hmm. You know what's amazing here? I've known DA since I was 15 years old, and I've learned more today from him than I have in those 40-some years. <laughs> <laughs> or at least more about stuff we can talk about on the air anyway. We'll put it that way. Well, I, I, one thing I'll say that just goes to show you, Charlie, what you'll learn when you listen. <laughs> <laughs> Touche, DA. Um, DA, do you have any good dirt on Charlie you can uh, share? Not, well, <laughs> not over the air. Okay, okay. No, <laughs> we'll no. have coffee after. No, How's DA, that? DA and I could go back and forth, but it wouldn't it, it wouldn't stay on the air. Bobby would be pulling the plug pretty quick. You know? uh, and it's been a long time ago if our wives are listening too. So it's uh, actually DA and uh, and DA was dating a girl in college who was my wife's neighbor. Okay. And they introduced my wife and I. Well, that's wonderful. Yeah. Small world. <laughs> and That is. De- his wife, Deb's never forgiven me. That's why I was thinking. <laughs> has she ever cussed you for doing that? <laughs> and the other girl came out really good because she didn't marry DA. Okay, so. <laughs> the, uh, um, 
Yeah. Oh, you lost your train of thought no, again, didn't you? Uh, okay. DA, I know, I know you were you were in Indianapolis. For those that don't, DA has a background. DA's background is with State Farm Insurance. He was what? What was what was your? I know I know you trained and you oversaw regions and stuff. But what was your what you say your title? My most recent title was sales leader. Sales leader before that agency field executive, and they did some transitioning to a new role. Right, Mm -hmm. and so in two thousand six, there was a major tornado here. Twenty nine people, it seems like, lost their lives. And I remember the the Red Cross was a you know was a huge factor. Yeah, we we were able to use this facility here to set set it up. Here, shelter. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we are for those who don't wonder what here is. We are in the we're on the sixth floor of the Fifth Third Bank building. So, yeah, gotcha. But <laughs> oh, you everybody just stopped. Okay, <laughs> oh, no, the, the, <clears throat> we we use the Stockwell location for the for, you know for the overnight for folks. Right, overnight lost, yeah. opened up for them. I remember, uh, I back in those days, I was having breakfast every morning with clients at the uh, at the carousel and uh, you would see people coming in with red cross cards you know you know that where they could eat vouchers yeah mm-hmm. yeah absolutely and uh uh but but yeah so da you're what else you want to tell us about the red cross what did we maybe not cover that- i'll share a, uh, just a couple more items here just so folks know and and we, we talked about you know being efficient with our dollars um and they have uh, went through some restructuring uh, the last couple of years to kind of get more efficient uh more effective with how they distribute you know their uh, their resources and services and the good news is they haven't uh we haven't lost any services, absolutely. actually. Now, we don't have necessarily a building in every location like we used to, but we, we have folks uh, that live in those areas uh, that, that provide services. Uh, so in Indiana, we now have six chapters, and uh, the regional headquarters is in Indianapolis. Uh, this area in southern Indiana uh, has 26 counties, and we, just, we call it the southern Indiana chapter. Uh, Evansville is the facility that uh, the main facility for for this uh, this area. But uh, uh, Theo Boots is our executive director. And matter of fact, she just recently returned from deployment in Florida after one of the the, the hurricane there. Um, and I I would like to share a little bit about what I consider kind of the the major need. Uh, so I'm going to start back at, and mention volunteers. Uh, that is so critical to. Uh, how we how we get the job done at the Red Cross? We just can't do it with staff. That's not gonna that's not gonna gonna get it done. So we're we just rely so heavily on volunteers. And folks may not realize this, but we uh, we also provide internships uh, for college students if they want to work. You know, as part of their uh, as part of their curriculum, uh, we can we can take a look at that and, and visit with them about that. Uh, matter of fact, my uh, my son's uh, wife, uh, when she was going to college, she interned one summer there. And also, I would think for high school students that need to get their community service work a- absolutely. in, can you accept high school students a- as absolutely. well? Absolutely, yeah. We can we can put somebody to work just uh, just about doing any anything. Just you know? show up, and a- you'll find a job for them. A- absolutely. Uh, you know the the biggest impact I'll I'll say though is financial support 
uh, and without without contributions from individuals, from corporations, from other organizations, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. And uh, I tell you what, uh, the country, in my opinion, would be uh, would be in trouble if they didn't have an organization like the Red Cross uh, to uh, to rely on. Absolutely. If someone wants to make monetary donation, can they go online to do that? Absolutely. We have a a website. Yep. They can go through the Red Cross uh, website to do that. And uh, is there a specific Southern Indiana chapter website? There is. I think it's called the Southern Indiana uh, Red Cross. Okay. Mm -hmm. Really creative there. (laughs) DA, we're down to about a minute uh, left. Uh, I wanted to ask you real quick, though. I mean, you've recently retired from State Farm I about did. a year ago, and you have embarked on a new career. Well, yeah, I took about a year off, and uh, it was time for a change. 36 years with State Farm, a great ride, great great organization, and uh, appreciate uh, all that organization uh, has, has done for me and my family. But I uh, felt like there was a uh, it was time for a change. So after my year, I decided to go to work with uh, Legion's Bank as a training consultant. That's wonderful. All right. D.A. Sutton, uh, board member of the Red Cross, thank you very much for being with us today. Thank you, Charlie and Evie. And Evie, we're just about out of time. Have a great Sunday. Have a great Sunday, Evie. <laughs> and Rush is next. Have a great Sunday, everyone. Bye-bye. You've been listening to The Real Estate Show on WGBF AM with the guy who guarantees to sell your home or he'll buy it himself, Charlie Butler. Join us every week at this time to find out how to sell your home quickly and for more money. For more information, email cbutler at kw.com or visit charliebutlerteam.com.